Hey everybody, welcome to the Just In Time podcast. Today we're reviewing a book called The Leadership and the One Minute Manager. Today we got Tommy Edsberg, we got Jorge Gonzalez, and me, Jacob Johnson. Alright, so, this book, this book isn't that long. It's pretty quick, actually. So, basically the idea, um, the One Minute Manager is like this... He's like famous for being, there's like a whole book series of the one minute manager and this is leadership and the one minute manager. So there's a whole bunch of different. So he has a series called the one minute manager. Yeah. So correct. And, and this is the leadership book edition type deal. Yeah. Like in the cover, it says the one minute manager increased productivity, profits and your, and your own prosperity. And then another one, it's the one minute manager meets the monkey. Free up your time and deal with priorities. But this one is leadership and the one minute manager. And uh, there's not too much in here to teach. Okay. But uh, I think it's very, it's very important. I like it's it's obvious shit that we, that leaders should be taking into consideration. So let me turn to my first notebook page. Okay. So. Um, being successful. A little note happening here is there's no direct correlation between hard work and success. So, you know, don't work harder, work smarter, kind of a thing. Classic. So you could have the best and most efficient boat in the whole world, but if you're going, if you don't know where you're going, then you know you're fucked. Okay, so here's the the first thing: thinking differently about leadership. So traditional leadership is that the owner or the leader is at the top, right? And then pyramid downwards, you have, you know, the people under him, the managers, and then you have the people under him, them, the employees, and all the way down to the bottom, right? And basically, traditional leadership is thought to be like, you work from, the, the people who are at the bottom work for the people above them. So the, the employees work for the managers, the managers work for the owner, right? That's traditional. But... In the one-minute manager's mind is that the bottom should be the the owner and the owner should make should work their ass off to give the managers everything that they need and then the managers should be working their ass off to give their employees everything they need right so that's the that's the difference between the one-minute managers uh, leadership style and then traditional leadership so you as a leader should be, instead of, you know, getting your guys to get the stuff done, your focus should be, what do my guys need? So you're really working, you're really focusing on working for your um, team members rather than them working for you. Exactly. So if your team is tasked out with a job, you know, to complete XYZ task, your focus shouldn't be, how do I get these dudes to... Uh, get XYZ tasks done, you, you think, what could I do for them to help them get XYZ tasks done? Right. That's thinking differently about leadership. That's like the, the big skeletal structure of this whole book. All right. So the leader's job is to focus on his people and less on the tasks. Focus on bettering your people so much that they can take your job. So make them so good at whatever they do that you could be replaced by them. Right. So if you're an owner of, 
carpentry company. You should have all of your people under you know so much about the business that they can be your com- they can become your competitors. Yeah. But treat them so well that they won't leave. That's how you should approach this leadership. Also, I stole that from some entrepreneur. I can't remember who said that. Hmm. Okay. Next chapter, different strokes require different folks. Oh, different strokes for different folks. So basically, different people require different leadership styles. So it's going to be different for people who are a different level of competency uh, on things or like different level of confidence. So if they're really, really good technically, you might need to – your leadership style might be just to check in every once in a while to see if they're still doing good because that's what they need. Or maybe they don't know what they're doing, but they're willing to learn. So your job as a leader should be teaching them exactly the steps that they need to get done. So how you you think you are as a leader – and how people see you as a leader are two completely different things. So, how you believe you are as a leader, don't give a shit about that. You want to get the input of how people think of you, how the people you're leading think of you as a leader, because that's the true thing. Does the book recommend a good way to do that, or is it just straight up asking? So, you have to, like... I can't remember if it talks about it in here, but you do have to check in to say, like, um, if, am I being helpful? Or, like, is there anything else I could do? Because you, you are a servant to them as the leader, right. right? All right. Leadership style, perceptions of others. Uh, be a situational leader. Change styles depending on the person. So, in this situation, uh, Larry... Uh, was new to the firm. Actually, I think he was a new vice president of some department, but he was very... He needed hands-on training basically all the time, right? So, change leadership styles depending on the person. Larry needed hands-on guidance. And then another character in this, Cindy, was treated as an equal in skill and knowledge and made decisions together. So, if you're both gurus in the same field... You're making decisions together, right? Right. You're, you know, you're, you're trusted. You're like, one's vote isn't bigger than the other at that point because you're both equals in that. Whereas in Larry's situation, you as the leader has the final say, but it's your job to make sure they catch up to you, at some point. Mm-hmm. So, and then John was an expert and needed to, needed to update on activities, but was left to his own work. So at this point, John was better than the manager was better than the leader was so you have to just trust that guy so like he knows what the fuck he's doing I'm not even on the same level but I do want updates of what's happening okay. so three different people people somebody who doesn't know what the hell they're doing and you need, you need to teach them then somebody who's at the same level as you and you work together as equals you both have the same size of a vote and then the last person, John, who is ahead of you, and you just have to trust his advice because he knows what he's talking about, right? So you have a different leader. You're not going to treat all three of those people the same as a leader. They all, you approach it differently. All right. Three skills of a situational leader. Bless you. Sorry. Is one more? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Uh, three skills of a, de- of a uh, situational leader. 
no, wait. Managing the performance of others. So, so uh, most companies have these two things when it comes to leadership in their company. They have performance planning, so like, hey, Billy, this is what you need to get done in the next month. These are the goals that you set, right? And then performance evaluation. At the end of the month, they're going to be like, oh, you didn't hit it. Or like, oh, you could have done better, right? Okay. But those are only two of three things you need to do when, you know, evaluating performance. There's number one, performance planning. You have to set goals with them, right? But number two is day-to-day coaching. You need to work with that person every single day to make sure they're still driving for those goals. That means you have to have everybody's goals somewhere where you could remind remind yourself of what they are so mm-hmm. if that's on your desk you have everybody's goals written down there or in a folder somewhere you have all of your guys's goals and they're like the things that they're trying to achieve whether it's for the business or their personal ones that you need to work on or at least like check in to see what they're doing all right um that reminds me a lot of what man i forgot what it was called but in the how google works book um, each employee, no matter who it is, um, top to bottom, uh, left to right, any field amongst the uh, Google staff, they all put something out. I'm pretty sure it's weekly. Um, basically, like the um, the goals that they want to achieve, and then if they achieve like last week last week's goals, and it goes on, and anybody can look at anybody's, and then people are encouraged to you know um, interact about it, and um, you know, if they see like a goal, maybe that has someone has that someone else can help them with, then um, a lot of times people will like um, work together. Right. From that. So. I, you know what I was thinking about doing was uh, a few days, like a few days ago, we talked about stretch goals, mm-hmm. and I wanted to like have three whiteboards in my house that have stretch goals. Like you have sharpied the format of a stretch goal, mm-hmm. like a flow chart, but have. Uh, whiteboard marker the the stretch goal actually written out right. so it's like I see that every single day and also my wife sees that every single day and we're like reminded that the everyday effort that I have to put is you know we need to work on that every single day and then obviously she could coach me and I can coach her on hers if she ever does write those goals I, I got a good idea hit it I don't know if it should be online or offline <laughs> okay we'll talk about it later okay um and, and then you hit performance evaluation. But because you're there day-to-day coaching, you're also responsible for the evaluation at the end. Of them not hitting it, you're responsible because you were there day-to-day coaching. Which, you know, the Marine Corps teaches us that, that you're responsible for your guys' actions. That's the reason why, because you should be... The knowledge that they have is based on your day-to-day coaching with them. Right. All right. Three parts performance management, performance planning, day-to-day coaching. Most companies neglect to do this but it's the most important and then performance evaluation. All right. So the stretch goal is a, um, it's a modified, modified version of the SMART goal uh, system, which this, they actually talk about SMART goals in here with creating SMART, you know, with goal setting. But I actually prefer stretch goals because I think it actually breaks it down to what you need to do daily and the challenge that you're most likely gonna come in contact with. So, 
a big part of your job as a leader is to set goals with your guys. And the method that they use is SMART goals. So SMART goals answer these questions. So S, specific. What exactly is the goal or task? When does the goal or task need to be accomplished? So specifically, what is the goal or task? When does it need to be accomplished? M, is it motivating? Is the goal or task meaningful to the individual? Will working on this goal build competence and commitment? Will working on this goal add or drain energy? So if it's a huge part taken out of their day trying to attain this goal, maybe we should modify the goal, right? Attainable. Is the goal realistic, reasonable, and achievable? Is the goal within the individual's control, right? Relevant. Is the goal or task meaningful? work for the organization so is it is this goal that they're working on and that you're helping them work on is it actually helping the organization as a whole is the goal or task aligned with organization and with team goals is the goal or task a high priority in relation to other goals trackable what does a good job look like at each level of development so there should be clear like you obviously hit the goal at this point when you could do xyz right so this is obviously different than the goal system that we use, which, uh, which is stretch goal, specific goal, how do you measure success, is it achievable, is this realistic, and what is your timeline, which I got out of the, I think it's called The Power of Productivity, I think the book's called. Yeah, that's, I actually prefer that system instead of the, this, the one from this book, but... Um, yeah, so that's the goal system they set in here. But the point is, is that you set clear goals with your guys. And it's measurable and it's clear to you and to them what they need to work on and what a good job actually looks like. Better your people by setting smart goals and day-to-day -day coach them to success. So obviously work with your guys. Um. Different strokes for the same folks. So, sometimes, like if you're doing your job correctly, the leadership style that you're using with one person will have to change because they'll better themselves at some point. At some point, that person will become competent in the skills that you're teaching them every single day. Right. They will become your equal in, this, in the amount of knowledge and skill, right? So you have to make decisions together. Or maybe you should would just have to lay off and make them have them make their own decisions, become confident in making decisions on their own. So adjust your leadership style based on their level of confidence and competence. So be you know, be aware of what their level is. And you know, if you start trying to teach somebody who's obviously knows more than you or the same, they're gonna think badly of you, right? So it's important to hit their level with the correct style. All right, a lot of this is kind of actually boring. Let me get to the good, the good stuff. A lot of this is like complicated, and it actually like took me a few reads to get an understanding of it. Okay, so based on their leadership style that you that you're gonna have to use with them and their level of competence, you want them to know that you're doing that leadership style for them. You don't want it to be something that you're just doing sneaky without them knowing, like, why is he treating me different than he's treating somebody else, right? You're going to say something like they say in here, since you haven't done this before, 
would it be helpful if I provided you with some direction resources and information like you haven't done this before so I'm gonna be here every step of the way until you get it or you talk to somebody else like obviously you know just as much as I do so we're gonna come to an agreement on things together all, all the stuff in this book you're gonna let them know that you are doing it because that's part of leadership you're gonna say also if you're just suddenly trying this out of nowhere it's good to say hey I'm gonna you know we're gonna set smart goals or whatever okay. with your team different strokes the same folks uh, be ready to change your style of leadership once the, they become competent and committed so uh, you will get guys that are really competent in things they're great at their job but their commitment to it is not that good right so think like Schweer Schweer is pretty good at his job but he just doesn't give a shit right so when you get those people, you have to change. Like your leadership should be guided towards selling them on, you know, actually giving an effort, right? So which is going to be good for business because that's why I really, really like um, commission-based business or commission-based payment. So if you have salespeople under you, it's going to be an easier incentive to actually motivate them to be like, but think about how different your life would be if you obviously if you doubled your sales, you know, mm-hmm. right? So as a leader, you could motivate them that way. You can expect more from your people if you inspect more. So the more work and actual you know, care that you put into each individual, you can expect more. But you won't it's wrong of you as a leader to expect more out of somebody if you just give them the task don't assume that they'll do it on their own you actually have to give the effort that that individual needs for them for you to expect more out of them that's why I think the Marine Corps kind of does a lot of leadership wrongs because or at least the style that is traditional in this way is like you're tasked without giving you tasked out with something and then you hope that you're giving it back but a lot of people aren't at that stage yet they're at the stage where they need to be coached every single day until they develop those skills and that confidence to be able to do it on their own. And then even at that point, you still have to have input and touch base and see where they're at and see if there's any direction you can give them. Right. Right. All right. Let the person know what kind of leadership style you are using with them. We already talked about that. I'm just going over like the, the notes that I have at the end of each chapters. Alright, so there's gonna be there's gonna be six different types of conversations you're gonna have as a leader. So you're gonna have the alignment conversation. So you're gonna be setting goals with the person. That's a conversation that you're gonna have. Doing the smart goals. Two through five are the different styles of leadership. So, you know. Somebody who's the same level as you, somebody who's, you know, ahead of you, somebody, you know, somebody, somebody who needs a constant guidance. Um, I can't remember what the fourth one is. Delegating, supporting, coaching, directing. So, you're either going to be setting goals with them, you're going to be doing the different styles of leadership, and then you're going to be doing, the sixth one is the one-on-one team members bring up whatever is on their mind conversation so let them guide 
the conversation. So you have literally no input on the start of or like what is this going to be about because there's going to be times where they have things that they want to communicate. Everyone is a potential high performer. Some people just need a little help along the way. So everybody is a star player, right? Even Cherry, even Zamora. Yeah. Everybody's a star player. They just need the help that mm-hmm. they require. Not that everybody requires, but that that individual requires. So think of anybody in your business to have the potential to be those high performers. So it's you as a leader to actually bring that out of them. So the whole purpose of this book is to become a situational leader. So a situational leader sets clear goals, determines leadership style based on the person's competence and commitment. They work with them until enough progress is warranted to a new, for a new leadership style. And then they conduct regular one-on-one meetings with, them, with the team members. That's a situational leader. You set goals. Yeah, take a picture of it. A situational leader sets goals. They determine the leadership style that they need based on the confidence and commitment. They work with them until they are warranted a new leadership style. And then they conduct regular one-on-one meetings with them. Okay. And then acknowledgement. So that's, that's basically the whole book. The whole point of this is to become a situational leader. You know, it's trying to sell that different people are going to need different leadership styles, right? So you're going to need to be able to adapt to that person. So most, I think, 95% of the leadership I've ever come across is a one-way leader. Either they're Mm -hmm. a yelling leader or they're, you know, they talk too much, they don't give you enough responsibility, or like they they don't have the ability to adapt. So I think that's going to be a huge advantage that you, you have as a leader with your guys. Yeah. is to be able to you have to read exactly what that person needs based on their level of confidence competence and commitment mm-hmm. so you look at like this person knows what he's doing this person really wants to do it but he has no confidence he's terrified whenever he's put on the spot so you need to work with that person to bring give him that confidence show him that he does know what he's doing show him that you know he could do it or maybe that person's really knows what he's doing he has a lot of confidence he's overconfident but he doesn't give a shit so you as a leader need to sell him to be committed to the job or maybe he's really committed he's really confident but whenever he gets out there he fucks it up because he has no idea what he's doing so you as a leader needs to make sure he knows the technical side and he knows what he's doing so you need to understand where he's at and then work with that person any input so Last, so the three things I got out of this book set goals, the three types of leaderships, and what was the last one again? Okay, so if you're gonna take it, like, what you want to take out of this book is set goals with your guys, yeah, work with your guys to accomplish the, those goals, and then change your leadership style based on what they need. Yep, so those are the three things. Set goals, help them accomplish those goals, and then help them what leadership style? Uh, change your leadership style based on what they need. What's funny is um, one thing we hear a lot in the Marine Corps is the term situation dictates. 
and that seems to um, comply with pretty much anything except our whole leadership system, which is based around just kind of a uh, very narrow street of um, just like one-way thinking and very narrow-minded people that usually just choose yelling and... Uh, yeah, it's because, I mean, we haven't seen anything else, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So there's not a, I mean, there are, don't get me wrong, there are great leaders in the Marine Corps, but I think just the whole general kind of aura of Marine Corps leadership is nothing like what it should be, especially with um, the type of pristine organization we're supposed to be. And um, I, I believe that the reason that is is because like you take kids right out of high school they haven't seen any leadership besides like teachers and maybe or like mm-hmm. coaches right and then they go straight into the marine corps where their first leadership is drill instructors where their job is to fuck is to blast you right and yeah i mean i mean i'm not gonna say there's anything wrong with that i i don't, I don't think that's anything wrong with that i think that's just but i think too many guys take that and they run with it for the rest of their marine corps career exactly and that's where they go wrong because that's like the that's the big one that stands out right right um the uh in the book uh what's the one that you're reading that i let you borrow right now um yeah you went in the locker room first you went in the locker room first one of the coaches says that tough love only works if the if your guys know that you have their best interest at heart and they know you care about them right that's the only time tough love works yeah. if you believe i don't give a shit about you and i'm blasting you and i'm giving you tough love you're not you're gonna want to screw me over right yeah but if you know that i really care about your future and i really want you to do your best and i'm giving you tough love you're gonna want to prove to me that you can do it because yep. you know that i care about you right that's where tough love works i don't really like the tough love leadership method but that's when it works and that's where a lot of leadership fails in the marine corps because I don't believe a lot of people that do that tough love type of leadership actually care about my future. Right. And the ones that do, I could I could sense that they care about the future. And when they give me tough love, I do want to prove to them, you know, that I can do it, and I do want to change to become better for for them. Right. All right. Any other last comments? Mm. Everybody get something from this book? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. We're running through fucking books left and right, man. I know. Our, cur- our current reading rate. I mean, I've learned more. I've learned more from books and on this deployment than probably ever before. All right. All good. Yep. All good. All right. Signing off. Over and out.